Good morning again. Well, it's good to be here this morning, and we are so grateful and thankful to the Lord. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. Well, it is exciting every morning, every day, every minute to walk with the Lord and glorify Him and thank Him because He is doing great and mighty things in each life as we look unto Him this morning. So, a warm greeting from Glory Gate, Baptist Church and Christian School this morning. My wife could not be with me, unfortunately. She is busy working. She is serving the Lord in the island as she teaches in the school. And she had a week break this week. Uh, the student went in holiday. And after a week, they will be back in school. So it is a great to see what the Lord is doing in and through us for His glory. Today I want to speak on a command. It's not mine. I don't command it. It is Lord's command. He gave it to us. And we need to do what He commands us to do. If He says go, we don't see it. We go. If He asks us something, we need to be fulfilling what God wants us to do. And we need to know that it is His command, not ours. We don't command anybody to do anything. It needs to be we fulfilling the commandment of God. Whatever He has said. As we have read this, this morning, and I like to uh, look at this verse in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 4. The Bible says here, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. Aren't you glad that we say one God? See, there are many religions who have many gods. You know, I came, grew up in serving 300, 350 million goddesses. You just name it, everything is God. How can we please all those gods? But I thank God that we have one God. And I thank God that He saved us out of that millions of God that we were saving. So we could not take our faith for granted. We need to be standing on and knowing that, that we have one living God who loves us, who died for us, who rose again and is coming back. Soon. Are you ready for it? Are we? Amen? We are. We need to be ready. If not, you make sure you'll be ready this morning because we don't know what will be happening any minute, any second from now. So we need to know him. We need to know him personally. It's not that I think I know him. It's not that, you know, I know him because he's somewhere there. We should know him with all our heart. And it should be in our heart this morning. So we need to know him as our Lord and our Savior. And this is what he says in verse 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart. And the Bible went and said with all thy soul and with all thy mind. We need to. We need to love him with all our heart. It is not the mind service that we say, oh we love God. We really don't mean it. If you love your God with all your heart. You want to be where he is being talked about, where people follow and do things. You want to be here this morning. I can't miss this morning. You know, if I miss one Sunday, I don't know. It feels like something is missing in my life. Have you ever felt like that? If you miss one Sunday, even going to a holiday, you know, I'll find a church and I'll go. I can't miss that. You know, Wednesday nights, you know, I miss... In serving God, even, you know, the children sometimes have to sit with the little children and play with them. It's exciting. They teach me a lot of lessons. So we need to, you know, we need to always. In <clears throat> verse 6 says, and this word which I commanded thee this day shall be in thine heart. So Lord gave us a command. And we need to fulfill his command now. Not I'm going to think about tomorrow if I find something exciting happening then. God wants us to fulfill his command now. So that we shall know him in our heart. And keep his word in our heart. Most of the time we know people have a head knowledge. Knowing word, they can memorize scriptures, they can say things. 
But when they come to practice that, they cannot because the word is not hidden in their heart. So we need to have God's word in our heart so that he can help us in times of trials, in the times of temptation, in the time of suffering, in the times of whatever disaster we can go through. We know that we have his word which is comforting us, which is giving us strength, which is giving us knowledge, how to handle situation as it came. Isn't that exciting? You know, it is great exciting when we have God's word in our heart. And it helps us, it builds us, so that we can focus on those things that the Lord has for us. So we need to hide his word in our heart. Then the scripture says, and thou shalt teach them. And that is a difficult part. If I'm not taught rightly, if I don't hide God's words in my heart, if I don't live by the word of God, then I'm not able to teach whether it's my own family, whether it's my own children, whether anywhere we go. So we need to know that the Bible says that thou shalt teach them. And the word is diligently. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ was very compassionate about teaching the word of God. Sharing about the kingdom of God. He was very compassionate about it and, and he, he shared it in loving what he has done for you and I today. And this is what we need to do. We say it unto their children. He started our home. We need to teach to our children. And then he gives us how we should do that. He said, and shall talk to them when thou sit at, when you sit at your home. Something that, oh, how can we sit and talk the word of God in, to our children? Yeah, we can. There are many ways we can do to teach them. And then, then he says also, and, and when in that house, and then when thou walkest in the way, and the liest down, and then he said, when rises up. So God is helping us to understand these are the conditions that we are given and it is the commandment of God that is given us to do that. God commands us. It's not optional. It's not when I want to. It's not when I like to. Oh, I'm too busy today. I don't know. No, you don't have excuses. If you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior this morning, no excuse. If he's living in your heart, what you can say this morning? Hallelujah. I'm ready. I'm excited to teach God's word. In any circumstances that I may be, in any circumstances I will be, I'll be able to teach God's word to my family. And the Bible says in verse 8, And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand. And then it helps us to understand, And there shall be frontlet between thine eyes. It helps us in a, such a detail that, we as Christian, as born-again believer, need to be putting this and practicing this as the Lord gives us this utterance and wisdom to understand and to keep it and keep on teaching others. And verse 9 here helps us to understand, And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and thy gates. You know, back in Fiji, when you go to homes, if you visit any home, they put the picture of either a Bollywood actor or Hollywood actor. They'll post it. Big posters they post it in the wall. For them it is like the God. The most of people they follow what is happening in this world. And it's shared to and same to say that you know, even in some of the Christian homes they put those kind of posters which mean nothing. We need to advertise so that when our children walk by the, in our home, they can read our word, the word of God. Not looking at picture how he looks, Tom Cruise, eh? Or so that they can pretend to be one of them. They want to walk like that and they want to talk like that. We need to print and keep teaching what God says. Again here Matthew we can see the Bible says here Jesus this is Jesus what he said what he said here in the book of Deuteronomy he says here and Jesus said unto him thou shalt love thy Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. See Jesus didn't teach anything different than what is already there. He helped us to understand. He says this is the first and 
great commandment. This is God's commandment. And he said, this is the first and this is a great commandment that we need to follow. And then again in verse 39, he says that. The second, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And this need to put into a very practical today. To show our Christian love to one another. And to help one another. To share the gospel with one another. We need to reach out to the people for the glory of God. And then the Bible says here, on, those, on these two commandments hangs all the laws and the prophets. Everything you see in the Bible today is commanded by God for you and for me to fulfill His will in our life so that we can reach out to many people in, for the glory of God. Today we want to look at the situation of hearts and our response. You know, we have a problem with our heart today. What the Bible says is that our heart is desperately what? Wicked. Can you believe that? We can say that how our heart is this morning. But I thank God that he has given us the Savior who died to take care of it. If you surrender to him, he can only cleanse all the wickedness out of our heart today. We can't. You can take your detergent or whatever, scrubbing brush, you go. There's nothing good you can do to your heart this morning. How much you try, you're not able to do anything. But if you give it to the Lord, he will cleanse it through his blood that is shared on the cross of Calvary. So our heart's response is this. We find it in Psalms 119. And <clears throat> it is the first thing that we need to have a crying heart, a heart that cries unto God. Not to anybody else. You don't go and cry to somebody else, you know, when you have need. When you go through problem. When you go through all kinds of circumstances of life. Things may not be working the way you want today. But the first place you and I need to go this morning is cry unto God. You know, he has all the time to listen to all that you have to say. And he will answer your prayer in a mighty way. Because Bible says, you know, Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I will answer thee. God says, he wants to answer to you. He wants to answer to our prayers if we only call unto him. But he says, he will show thee great and mighty things which thou knoweth not. I'm great that Lord is showing us great things that you and I can do for his glory. That we, you and I can be reaching out to the world for his glory. It's a great things. When you see people come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. We need to have that heart that is crying. And cry unto Lord. Here Psalms 119 verse 145 the Bible says. I cried with all my heart. That should be our situation. How you cry when you go before God. That means you are pouring your heart to God. And the Bible here is helping us. He says I will cry with my whole heart. He says hear me O Lord. I will keep thy status. He says that I will. So we need to go before the throne of grace with an humble heart. A heart that can be responsible to, to do things that yes, you cry for. Pray for all those uh, prayer requests or needs or whatever it may be in your life today. We need to pour it before God. Because he knows it. We need to cry with our whole of our heart. Not thinking that nothing will happen because God is at work. Again in 146 the Bible says, I cry unto thee, save me and I will, I shall keep thy status or testimony, sorry. Here the Bible says now when we cry to the Lord that he can save us. We can't save anybody. How much you can try that you say, oh I'm witnessing to save somebody. You can't save anybody. That is his job. God save people. He used you and I to deliver the message. So when I cry for somebody, I need to be diligent in my crying. That I want to cry unto him so the Lord can hear my prayer and save that individual that has burdened in my heart. Have you burdened for someone today? Crying for someone to get saved? And you are just thinking now that before it's too late. You know, I got a lot of people in my prayer list. You know, I was praying for my mom. She got saved before she passed away. And I was excited to let her to the Lord. 
She came out of the Hindu faith and said to my father, I'm not going to follow now. I don't want to know this because I know I have found the Savior who hears me. And she came to know the Lord. And I'm praying for my father. I'm crying for him and I pray that the Lord will answer our prayers and save him. We need to cry before God. We need to have that heart that responds. We need to have a heart that go before the throne of grace. You know, with all of our heart this morning. How is the situation about you this morning? What are you thinking from your heart? Are you praying for someone? Your friends maybe? Maybe someone is out there and is lost. And you know that there is no way that he will get to heaven. And you have witnessed to him. You have did all you can do. But one thing we need to do is to bring them before the throne of grace. Spend some time in praying. If you want to see people get to know Christ as your Lord and Savior, we need to spend some good time with God. Cry our heart unto Him. He will answer our prayer. You know, one of the things that we need to really be praying for is our families. Isn't it important? Families are important for us. You know, we need to pray. And sometimes I thought, oh, my children are all grown. They are married. They are gone. I'm free now. Am I? Yeah, grandmothers, grandfathers can tell. They are not. They are weeping for the children. They are praying for the grandchildren. They are praying for the great-great-grandchildren. The list goes on. Our responsibility is to pray. And keep praying. And that's why we just know we are so thankful that people are praying for us and the work and the ministry all over the world. So many prayers going to heaven. So many people is pleading for souls to come to know Christ as the Lord and Savior. We all have to play our part in crying to the Lord so that people can come. So that we can live a life that is, you know, testifying. You know, many times we forget about this. But we have to live a life that is testifying to God. So that our testimony can affect the life of others. They want to know what you and I have that they don't have it. Today you have been a great witness for Christ. When you come to church, you witness to your neighbor. You witness to your friends. You witness to your families. Everybody is, you know, you see that this morning say, nice day, let's go running with the dog. Some are running with dogs, some are, you know, doing this, they are doing that. And you are coming to church, you've been witnessing, they're watching you. You think they're not watching you? They are watching us. So that become a testimony and a witnessing to them. That every Sunday I see them going to church. And one day they will turn around. To know why. So what a great opportunity we have to serve our Lord. The second thing we see here is that we need to be obedient. In our heart this morning. A obedient heart. A heart that needs to be obedient in calling to God. Are we obedient to do what God wants us to do? Now we go in sometimes serving people. God tells us to go, we need to go. Doesn't matter what type of person they, they are. God wants us to be obedient in our heart. In Psalms 119 verse 11, the Bible says here again, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Have we have hidden God's heart? When sin comes in, that's the way we know that his word is there to protect us. God's word. He's powerful, isn't it? God's word is powerful. It helps you. It helps me. Wherever you go, whatever situation you may be in, if I have hidden his word in my heart, I will not sin against God. It's easy to be tempted. It's easy to be tried and fail and, and live in the life of sin. But God wants to help us. When we have his word in our heart, we are obedience to his word. We are living by his word. We are trusting him with all our heart. And we want to live that we cannot sin. Sin can be anything, isn't it? It's not that you, you know, if you're sitting at home and a phone calls and, and you're telling your children, tell dad is not home. You're lying to your children and teasing them how to lie. I had many times people now sitting with them and when the, somebody calls him, tell dad is not home. While dad is sitting in the home, telling our children not to tell that I'm not home. 
So sin is in many forms. Little lie or big lie? Lie is lie, isn't it? So sometimes we think that if I just lie little, I will get away. So we need to teach our children, we need to teach ourselves that we don't lie as far as anything is concerned. We need to live a very honest life in pleasing to God. This morning, whom you are pleasing, our heart needs to be living for God so that there is no sin in our heart. If we have sin in our heart, God will not answer our prayer because he hates sins. God hates sin. So we need to have a, a clear conscience in our heart today. And many times we see children cheating in school with their what? So I take them around and say, if you do little cheat now, in life it will just keep growing. Today little, tomorrow a little bit more, then a little bit more, then a little bit more. One day you'll be a big cheater. Nobody going to trust you. So we need to teach so that they may not sin against the living God. Either it's me, either it's my wife, either it's my children, either it's anybody in congregation. We need to teach them that if we sin, we are sinning against God. So we need to be careful. Our obedient heart will always learn to please God. Again, in 119, in verse 34, the Bible says, Give me what? Understanding. And I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with all my heart. He said, all. He said, observe. We need to observe God's word with all my heart. We can't just, you know, divide ourselves here, there, everywhere. If you want to be fruitful in the work, in the ministry, in the life, and if you want to be impacting others for the glory of God, we need to observe His law. We need to observe His word with our heart. We need to read His word. How many times, you know, we spend in Facebook? And sometimes we are guilty with it, isn't it? We spend more time Facebooking than reading His word. With more time we spend on other kind of sports and things rather than reading His word. We're most of the time sitting at home talking about something that is not necessary rather than reading his word and encouraging one another. God's word is exciting. Are you excited this morning? Hello? Am I talking to people here? Yeah, we need to be excited when God's word is there. You know, one time I was preaching in our church and there are a lot of young people sitting there and they will, they all, we have one problem in Fiji. They all come mouthful of gums and I was standing and I was preaching and and I saw everybody going like and some of them here blowing things you know I stood up and said I think I'm preaching to the bunch of cows here who are chewing chingums and all of a sudden all the chingum disappeared from that day nobody comes to church on Sunday chewing chingum they are very attentive to the word we need to be attentive, we need to be excited, and we need to be glad that God's word will take place in my life. It is an exciting word, and there are a lot of challenges in it, that God wants to challenge us as far as his work is concerned. So we need to be obedient, how are we obedient in doing what God has called us to do as far as his work is concerned? In verse 13 to 36, he says in Psalms 119, he says, Incline thine ears unto thy testimony, and not to covetousness. Many times we see that, you know, our heart is full of greed. Full of greed. What I can have, how much I can have, rather than, you know, be a heart that is obedient to do the will of God. 69, he says, you know, you know, a proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep that precept with all my heart. So we need to be looking at ourselves, searching this morning, what are some of the things that we have, how about it in our heart? As far as God's word is concerned, if we have proud heart, because that is a very deadly disease, you know that. You know, it is a, one of the poison that we are poisoned with, pride. And we need to have a heart that is, you know, 
have a clean so that we can save God and we can go before him without anything. 161, the Bible says, See, princess persecuted me, but me without a cause, but my heart is standard away of the word. Doesn't matter what kind of persecution, what kind of circumstances may arise in your life as you walk. If you have God's word in your heart, you have nothing to fear. By the way, you have nothing to lose. This, you know, you have not to worry about it. Let them bug, let whatever that they may do, because you have God's word in your heart. He has got precious Lord and Savior in your heart, and you have nothing to worry about. Our fear needs not to be what the world is becoming. Our fear needs to be, do I know him? If I die today without a shadow of doubt, will I go to heaven? That should be. A statement that should be something that we need to really thinking about, knowing that. Because the days are approaching. The time is getting shorter. Things are happening fast in the world. What is the worry about us? What are some of the things we are worrying about in this world? There's nothing to worry about. Because we know our future is in his hand. He holds our future. And he wants to give us the strength and that wisdom that we need to have that obedient heart that he wants us to have. See, an obedient heart is a blessing to others. It is always a blessing to others because you are obedient to God. You want to do the will of God. You always want to bless others. No, you go and see. And you know that I can be a channel of blessing to many souls that I can interact throughout the day. By just simply saying thank you, by simply saying God loves you. We need to appreciate that. We need to build our character in obedience to the living God. So that we can be a channel of blessing to many, many people. You know, one day, you know, you and I will stand before God been very sorry if he says depart from me doers of iniquity what will be that you know I thank God that we can serve God with an obedient heart to bless others and, and continue to work to see that people come to know Christ here in Grafton this is our vineyard this is where God has called you mine is in Fiji in the vineyard called Singatoka, God has called me to go in the cities and right interior. We need to be effective. We need to keep going till we have a last breath. We don't make excuses not to do what God has called us. Again, in the book of Romans, we find here in verse, chapter 16, verse 19, it says, For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf. But yet, I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning what? Evil. There's so much going around. You know, you just see there's so much evil. You just switch the, video, the TV on. You see the language. You know, I have to correct a lot of our children because there are many homes today, you know, that F word, he is just like, you know, part of their life. And when I hear that a little child in a kindergarten say that, hmm, I wonder where he's getting from. So, I have to call the parents. And I have to challenge the parent where this is coming from. It's, it's really something that, you know, we need to consider. There's so much is happening in the world that we are living in and everything you see, everything you hear, is not good. If you're on TV, are you getting any good news? What about the news, the news channel tells you today? I stop watching news. I don't want to, I don't want to waste my time watching news. Because I know what is going to happen there. I'm better busy knowing what my God wants to do. So that I can do. Because evil is all around us. And then if you see, the third thing is the seeking heart. The heart that seeks God. 
Are you seeking God day in and day out? Are you setting an example before your child, before your family, before your spouses, before everybody that you interact with? You know, I don't expect my wife to change or my children to change if they don't see change in my life first. I need to change mine first. Then they can see the change. Then they'll be able to seek God with their heart. We need to set an example as a believer, as born again. That means I know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And that's why I'm seeking Him. I'm seeking Him with all my heart. Because this love that God wants us to love one another is knitted from our heart. We don't put any kind of race in between. Oh Lord, that's not of my race. Oh, that is not of my color. Oh Lord, this is not of my people. I don't know Him. If you are born again today, you know Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're going to seek Him with all your heart. And saying, Lord, because we are family, isn't it? In heaven, you'll see all kinds of people. Aren't you excited? Because church family is one of the closest things we can find on earth. There's nothing. It is like, you know, our heaven together. You know, that's what I found when I was rejected from my family. When they said, we don't want to do with anything. In age of 70, I didn't have a home to go. I have nothing. But I have church families. They were my families. And that is exciting that we have one another. We need to be knitted together. We shouldn't think of one another, you know, this and that. We should have that mind, that Christ-like mind, that heart obedience and that heart which is seeking God, how I can be a blessing to one another in the things of the Lord. Psalms 109, 19, verse 12, the best of the Bible says, Blessed are they that keep his testimony and that seek him with the whole heart. We are here to seek God with our whole heart. You know, with that we can extend that heart to everyone as a testimony for the glory of God. God has a purpose for each and every one of us here on earth. Each of every believer. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior this morning, there is a purpose for you. God wants to fulfill His will in you and through you to the rest of the world. I can't do it alone. Pastor here can't do it alone. We need one another. We need to pray for them. You don't know what a pastor goes through, do you? Oh, pastor's job is easy. Sometimes try to fit in his shoes. Then you see. And sometimes, if we don't have that kind of heart to know what God wants us to do, we will not be able to keep with all that God wants us to do. Again, we see 119 verse 10, the Bible says, With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let not wander from thy commandment. How many times we have wandered away? Many times in life, you start to, you know, think about it. Many times we have wandered away from the commandment of God. This is the time that we need to take serious about our Christian work, our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, so that we may not wander away. We need to know that we know our God, our Lord, and you love Him with all our heart. If you love God with all our heart, it does not make any difference to love anybody. If you don't love God with all your heart, then there is a question mark. I can't love the person. Sometimes we question, oh Lord is hard. Yeah, some people are very hard to love. Of course, yes. I find, I face it. How can Lord is so much, you know, mean to me? But God said, love it anyway. Whether they are mean, they are what, you love them. Only God can change their heart if, if we keep on loving God. So it is His commandment. It is He commands us. And the challenge for us is now, are we keeping His command in our heart to do, to fulfill what He wants to fulfill in our life today for His glory? Psalm 119 verse 80, what the Bible says, let my heart, be sound in thy status, that I may not be ashamed. Are you ashamed to be a Christian? There's something that we need to really think about. Are we ashamed? 
when you put into a pre-pressure. At school, you may be going to a public school and you are ashamed to pray and eat your food. Or you may be at your workplace. Are you ashamed? We shouldn't be ashamed for the glory of God. If we love Him, we shouldn't be ashamed. Again, in Jeremiah 29-31, the Bible says, And He shall seek me and find me. God says that if you seek me, you'll find me. When you shall search for me with all your heart. Not only reading scriptures will help you. We need to seek him and search him with all our heart. When we read his word, we read his word. You know, it's, it's just like a food to us. You know, you can see, oh, this must be, you know, chocolate pudding. Oh, how interesting it is to eat a chocolate pudding with ice cream. Ah, that's my favorite. That's how the sweet, you know, the word of God to taste to us when we read it. When you meditate upon it. When we seek it. That we're going to seek God's word. And the Bible says, you know, when ye shall search me with all thine heart. I need to search God with all my heart. That means I'm going to spend some time reading Bible. I'm going to spend some quality time reading Bible. It's not that like a inatas, okay, I read one verse, okay, I'll see if I get time in the afternoon or next day or next week. It should be like, you know, reading and seeking him with all my heart. Because that's where God lives, isn't it? He doesn't live in our head. He lives in our heart. And he wants to bring things out and show us things and show us the condition of our heart today. No wonder people have heart attack, eh? Very soon, you know, people have so much fat and thing and, and they go through a heart attack. Again, here in verse 14, the Bible says, and the Bible here helps us to understand that, you know, and I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will return, I will turn your captivity, and I will gather you from all nations, and from all the place where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you again into the place whence I cause you to be carried out captive. This promise is still same today for you and I. We are carried away in our sin. We are carried away in our pride. We are carried away in all kinds of things that we have harbored in our heart. Just like the children of Israel, when they have sinned against God, they were carried away in captivities. And when we do the same, we are carried away. And we see that, you know, we don't have the peace that the Lord has for each and every one of us. We see that, you know, we are just driveling in this world with no hope. Because the Lord says, no, He will fulfill His promise because Jesus said He is same yesterday, today and forever. Our God is same yesterday, today and forever. He never changed. We change. We change. Change things around, but our God never changed. He is the same yesterday, today, forever. Yeah, Matthew talks about, you know, here in 7, 7 and 8, he says, Ask and it shall be given. So what are you asking today? And the Bible says, Seek and it shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. And it carries on in verse 8, it says, For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be open. So here God showing us the tremendous blessing that he wants to bless you and me if we genuinely have that seeking heart. To seek God. And then we can see, we ask anything. He said, he will give unto us. You know, that's our prayer every day. Lord, help us so that we can ask him, we can seek him, so that we can look what God wants us to do, because he has something greater for you and I this morning to do for his glory. In book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, the Bible says here, this is, should be a very famous verse, isn't it? So everybody should know that, but are we obedient to this verse? Without faith it is impossible to please what? Who? Whom we should to please? Ourselves? Others, the world, the things of the world. Now the Bible says it very clear. Without faith it is impossible to please God. Very impossible to please Him. 
For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That is a heart issue, isn't it? We need to seek him diligently. We need to seek him by faith. Not thinking that, oh, I know God. You know, everybody says knows God. You go to talk to anybody in the street, you know God, yeah, I know God. What God they're referring to? They go to talk to Hindu, yeah, I got plenty gods. Okay, Jesus, okay, give me, I'm going to put in my collection. So they're going to add to it. Everybody knows God. But they don't know which God to seek that diligently. So if I know him with all my heart, if I love my God with all my heart, I have a great opportunity to share the God that I serve because I know him as my Lord and personal Savior. He lives in my heart. And that's why without faith it is impossible to please God. We need to trust him with all our heart. So that says in Proverbs chapter 5, Sorry, verse, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him. And he shall direct their path. If you want to walk in the paths of the Lord, that's what we do. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. You know that. We know that it's not easy to do that. But when you love your God with all your heart, he will make it easy for us walk in it, we won't feel it. We won't get angry, we won't get upset what people are saying, what people are doing, you know. We don't need to be a stumbling block, rather we be a stepping stone. So that we can lift somebody from where they are. We need to be a, a great example. Fourthly, we need to know that we have a praying heart. And I thank you all for your prayers. And I really mean it from the bottom of our heart. It means a lot to us when we hear people say, I'm praying for you. Because that gives us the strength. That gives us the wisdom. That gives us the encouragement to do more for the glory of God. You don't know what it's like if you don't been to a mission field. Sometimes it's good to get out of the comfort zone. And go and see the way people live. See what they have. So that they can open your mind and heart. Help you to understand that, Lord, I'm so blessed in the nation called Australia. In the city called Grafton. In the church called Korean Baptist, Independent Baptist Church. I thank for my pastor. You know, you, you'll have different perspective about your church. About your people. About what God has given to you. Many of us have no idea. You know, sometimes I go into these villages when I sit there, you know. And sometimes it's hard to drink even a glass of water when they offer to you. Should I drink it? Or I say no. And then I say, if I don't drink it, that means I'm showing that, oh, I'm not that kind of person. And you don't want to, you look at the cup, you don't even want to touch that cup. What do you do? If you say, love your God with all your heart. What are you going to do? We sit there and just thank God and just take it. Thank you so much. And since we have been, you know, we have, God has never, we've never been through any kind of, you know, uh, sickness or anything. Because we don't want to offend him. We don't want to say that, you know, your cup is not clean enough for, for a cup of water. If you love God with all your heart, you won't think for a second, you will say thank you. You sit with them and you witness to them, showing them this love because that's what a praying heart will have. In Psalms 119, verse 58, the Bible says, I entreated thy favor with, with my heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. You know, God is merciful. He's merciful every morning. Today I, I had a new message. He doesn't give us a last week blessing today. His message is new every morning. You wake up in the morning, you're excited, you're thankful, you're up. My hands work, I can walk, I can see, and I can do things. 
glory to God. That is, should be keep us going and being excited about. Because God is messy according to his word. He said he's merciful. And that is what we need to have because that is our access into the holiest of all. Because we seek God's favor in our lives. Let be God be favorable in our lives today. Let us think about all the great thing he's doing till the day, from the day you came to know him till today. Can you count your blessing, name them one by one? There's so much God has given us. Eh? Even if he, if I've, if he given me part to go through some disaster in life, I praise him. Because that is for a purpose. I won't complain. I said, why me, God? It's easy to say that. Oh, why me, God? Why I have to go through all this? But there is a purpose in everything. And these trials is not going to be long. You know, I'm waiting for the day when I see my Jesus face to face. When he's going to say, my faithful servant, come. He narrated the kingdom of heaven. Aren't you excited to listen to that word? I am, whenever I read it, you know, there is a joy, you know, lives in my heart. Ah, I'm waiting to hear that word. That Lord will open his arm and say, welcome to the kingdom of God. He says, the, the mansion that is preparing for me. Man, I don't know. Do you know what kind of mansion you have? If you want to know what kind of mansion you're going to have, you better start walking and glorifying God and have a loving heart and loving others and serving others and doing something for the glory of God. Don't sit comfortably where you are. You, we need to get up. We need to go. We need to tell. Even they don't like it. We need to keep doing it. You know, that's where we can access. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22, the Bible says, Let us draw near with a true heart. Don't have a pretending heart, my friends. Let's draw near to God with a true heart. You know, in full assurance. That's what we have. We need to be full of assurance. Not, you know, with evil conscience and all those things. We need to have a very true heart. When we seek God, we mean it. If I say to somebody, I, brother, I love you, that means I mean it with all my heart. And I want to serve you. That's what we are here for, to serve one another. You know, Jesus said, when the day you're going to separate the goat from the, from the sheep, from the sheep from the goat, what are you going to say to you and I? When I was hungry, you gave me a food. Are thirsty, you gave me a drink. And the list goes on. Then he, they will say, when did we do that, Lord? They'll say, if you didn't do one of these of my little brother, you have done for me. Aren't that exciting? That you go in heaven, you'll find that someone that you've never met in life. And you become part of his salvation. And through that, he is able to know Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's so much the Lord has for each and every one of us today. So let us have this kind of concern. Not to manipulate ourselves in those things that's worth nothing. Because we can have what we want here. But when we die, when we stand before God, we have nothing to say. So this is the best part of the sermon. When you come to that, all right, I've had much. But don't worry, I've got another six point to go. You know... God is merciful, he's a loving, he's kind, despise our shortfalls. Even if we are not honest, he still loves us. He still gives us opportunity. He still is saying to you and I, every day, every moment, that if we only turn away from our wicked way, and come to him, and he will heal us. As we see the first thing, this morning that we cry before God every day that's how we are able to accomplish a lot of things prayer brethren pray cry to God for one another lift one another before the throne of grace even though you don't like it it's not you know your choice that's what God wants it is, it is important that we go before God and pour our heart. Then we see that we need to be obedient to what we say. God wants us to be obedient. Then we know that 
He wants us to seek him with a diligent heart, a loving heart, a compassionate heart, a kind heart. We seek him. Don't worry about what others are engaged or involved in, but I have a duty. I have an obligation to fulfill so that I can pray with all my heart. And I pray this morning, if the Lord has spoken to you, the condition of your heart this morning, and whatever it may be today, you can bring it before God and say, God, I failed you so many times. I have didn't regarded all those things seriously for my own life. God wants you to, you know, do something about it. Will you do something for the glory of God? Will you come before him this morning and say, Lord, I want to lay my heart before you this morning. I want to give it to you, Lord, that you can make a difference in my heart today as far as your work is concerned. It's not mine. And I want to have this heart kind of heart, a heart that always cries to God, a heart that is always obedient to God, heart always seeking God, and a heart that is always praying to God. Despise what? And I pray that this will be your prayer this morning. Pastor.